to Minding My Business. This is a platform created for women who are wanting to elevate their business, their mindset, and their life. If you want to catch these episodes live, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Instagram at Tanya C. Oliver, where each week I'll be interviewing a powerhouse guest. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Minding My Business with myself and Daniela, where we're here to elevate your business, your life, and your mindset with, of course, a special guest every single week. So I'm going to wait for some people to come on and at the end, we actually leave open for Q&A. So our guests will be, you know, answering questions. We'll be answering questions. It's the show's for you guys. So I'm very excited. I added you. Hey girl. Hey, how are you? I missed ya. I know. I look forward to our shows, don't you? I do. I do. All right. So we'll wait for some people to come on. Thank you all for joining us. Minding my business where we stay in our lane and we do extraordinary things. This show is really dedicated to you guys to help you elevate your mind, your business, and overall your life. So we're just going to wait for our guest speaker to come on. Katya, can't wait to ask her some questions. How's your week been? How are you guys doing down in the chat box? Yes, everyone. And remember, you guys, towards the end of the series, we will be answering questions. So you can ask questions to us. You can ask questions to our guests. And we are very interactive. So please make sure if you have any questions to put them in the comment section. And we do pay attention to those. Don't mind me, guys. Um setting up some light around here perfect all right let's see where our guest is as we're waiting for her thank you guys for joining us on a tuesday 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 and and if there's any questions you kind of have in advance go ahead and drop them in the box below but right now, all about building mental strength, reclaiming your personal power. Yes, guys. If you guys have any questions, feel free to drop them down and we'll go ahead and answer them um, at the end of the segment. Um, let me tell you guys, all this that we speak about really does work, I know. Um, for the people that follow me, I've been off of social media for about a week, but you know, sometimes you just got to take a mental break, um, from the world, social media. So I am back and super excited to talk to all you guys. Yes. All right. So I invited her. So we'll just give her a few minutes to hop on. I'm sure she'll be here. If not, the show will still go on. Mm-hmm. So Daniela, what uh, what are some of the tools that you were able to use this week when you took your break to disconnect, to reconnect to yourself? Um, one of the tools that I really did take um, that I feel like really helped a lot was just taking a mental day uh, for me day. Um, so I took the day off um, and I really allowed myself to feel my emotions and really 
process them because what happens is when we're going through things um people's first intention is to go ahead and block that emotion and say oh my goodness mm -hmm. you know i'm going through this pain i don't want to feel it no more and they block it yeah but what happens is you're pushing it down pushing it down and what happens when we push things down they eventually come back up hey carlos we love you hey too. carlos um, yeah, and those emotions come back up. So allowing yourself to really feel whatever it is, whether it's anger, whether it's sadness, whether whatever emotion it is, you have to acknowledge it. So I took the day to really acknowledge what I was feeling and why I was feeling it. And then the following day, I was like, you know what? High sadness, high hurt, I feel you but I don't like it. I don't like you. So guess what? Today, I'm going to focus on the positive. Now that I've already processed that emotion, now it was time to overcome the emotion. Don't let myself fall in that sorrow, you know? Oh, get Hello. Hello. I kept trying to add you. I was like, I hope she can get on. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Here I am. Um, yes. Sorry, I've been trying to figure this thing out, how to get on here. Well, whatever. You're on. That's all that matters. So welcome to Minding My Business, which is a show created to really build a platform for women. And of course, men are always invited, but this is mostly for women to inspire them to really just elevate their mindset, their business, and overall their life. And every week we wanted to highlight, ooh, fiery, <laughs> a guest that is actually, you know, walking the walk. And so, Katya, did I say your name right? Is it Katya? Yes, ma'am. How do you pronounce your full name? Ekaterina is my full name. What is it? Ekaterina. Ekaterina, that's beautiful. Oh, that sounds so exotic. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank did you. you did you want to introduce like some of the things that you're doing right now? I know that I you're you just got NL maybe not, but NLP certified and you also are really big in social media and building social media tips and helping people build their audience or are you just focusing on your own audience? Right. No, actually, um, yeah, I do a lot of social media. However, I don't do it so much on my own page just because we're very busy with our clients. But yeah, we have a social media agency that I'm a content marketing director of, um, of. And then we also have a whole online side of the business where we have online programs uh, for entrepreneurs, uh, right, who are experts in their um, field of expertise, um, help them build their brand and, you know, we help them to portray their message um, in a way that is compelling and, and stuff like that. So we have a whole online um, side of that business with multiple info products and programs. Um, and also outside of social media world that I know I should hone into more and to do that on my own page. <laughs> but it's one of the things, you know, when you do something for so many people, you're like, oh, like, I don't have time or energy to do it for myself but it's easier it is easier to focus and to serve others most of the time than it is to like for ourselves. and it, I think it's just so fascinating I think everybody struggles with that to some degree how did you get into NLP tell us about that that's fascinating 
Yeah, so I got certified in NLP master program um, last summer, I think it was. Um, we just found out about this program through my husband now. Uh, he worked with... Congratulations. You yes. married. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so he, he found out about this program and um, we did the first level, which was um, just a practitioner. And then... Um, and then we liked it and we're like, oh my gosh, like this stuff is life changing. And I personally discovered so much about myself. And primarily this program is for educating yourself on how to help others to break through. But really a lot of that was self-work. So I learned a lot about myself, about my own limitations and self-beliefs and all that stuff. So that was great to see what is going on in your own mind because we're so focusedly like on outwards like what's going outside right but like it's all really your own filters and your own beliefs and values that you have and sometimes people don't even question their own values or like you know like why they're where they are um so it's a really great tool to just get into inside of your head and like mechanically just move shit around <laughs> you know it's like through hypnosis through um, timeline therapy. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but it's like basically, hmm. so whatever happened in our life, like right in the past, like we can't change obviously the events, but you can change how this affects you moving forward. So it just helps you to reframe so much, like whatever it is that you went through. A lot of us, you know, went through some kind of trauma. It doesn't have to be so dramatic, but all of us as children went some, through some traumatic experiences that, contributed to shape us who we are today mm -hmm. right and so a lot of these things like they just come to you when you're doing you know meditation hypnosis just really brings awareness to those situations and um, through a certain process you can reframe it and then moving forward it'll be it'll be like removed like so you can literally change your future life by changing your past but not obviously changing the events but changing the the perspective how you view that event right right exactly so and the way it's done is like you extract learnings okay like what did I learn like what this what at this point the universe or the god was trying to teach me right like why was I given this um experience so it's really just reframing and that helped me so much because even though I'm an interpersonal development a lot of times I'm like oh but this is because of this and blah blah and now like everything is really within you and how you choose to view it moving forward, you know? So, yeah, I love that you said that even though you're doing the self work that, you know, sometimes it still comes up to the back of your head. Like you, you try to kind of go backwards. Sometimes you take a step backwards, you know, subconsciously, and then you have to remind yourself like, Oh, wait, I'm I'm doing the work. I know better than this. So that's awesome. Oh, I think she froze actually. Uh-oh. Yeah. You there, girl? She's doing some lit lighting. She's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I think it's so fascinating. And it yeah, all these things, well, when she'll come back on, but all these things, you know, these are just different tools, you guys, that like what are in what's on in each guest's toolbox and how they operate at high levels, regardless of what life throws at them and how do they have the mental strength to be able to go through whatever they're needing to 
you know, accomplish their goals or dreams or aspirations in life. Okay, here we go. Here she is. You froze. We lost your sister. You there? Sorry, I'm back. There you are. You're back. So speaking of like mental strength and like being able to pivot in life, is this, this is one of your tools that you use. Do you have other tools that you use or maybe could you share like an example of a way? I don't know if, if you have a simple exercise that you can share with the audience because a lot of it is also providing our audience with like tools or something that they can leave with to become a better version themselves. Right. No, besides NLP, there's a lot of other things that I'm doing. Um, I would say NLP is more of like a mechanical way to get into your mind and like reframe things. I do. I tapped into a lot of spiritual health as well and uh, growth in that um, energy field, I would say. And that helped me tremendously, like tremendously. Like I know everybody talks about meditations, but like that's what really saves me sometimes like for me to go insane like it's just yeah. disconnecting sometimes and like going for walks and uh just really being the present moment because we move in we live in a such fast 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 moving space uh in the world right now um there's constantly a lot of news that are coming down and as the social media stuff so we like forget to you know sit back and just to reflect like okay like how am i really doing today you know like um, so those practices that just like going on walks and meditations, but with NLP, um, I would say one of the really simple tool that I've, um, using, I'm using, um, so for example, I've never used to have anxiety. Like I'll be like, like, I wouldn't take it seriously. Like when people say like, Oh, I have an anxiety attack. I'm like, what is that? Like, I could not relate to what it is until I actually went through it. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, this is a serious, serious, serious thing because like your focus yeah. is scattered. You can't um, objectively like see the situation sometimes because you're so into the loop of like your worries and stuff. Yeah, and so you, you can almost go into like a mental paralysis. And you know, even if, even if nothing in your mind, but you realize everything that's going on in the world, and sometimes there's nothing you can do about it, it, it creates cellular, you know, distress. So literally, it's exactly like you said, it creates mental paralysis. And I've been there. And I'm like, okay, like, this is not okay, like, I have to get out. And thankfully, in my circle, like I have people who are very aware of um of you know self-aware and they can recognize those things in me so i'm very grateful you know and blessed that i have those people who can point these things out sometimes because a lot of friends you know they're like scared to tell you because they might feel like oh i'm criticizing or whatever but like i'm blessed with having people to give me friendly feedback and, and saying okay like girl like you're really overthinking this like reframe this so for anxiety stuff um it's very simple, really. It's um, imagine the problem that you are like going through right now, like, right? Like whatever it is that is on your mind, it doesn't let you be still. Um, imagine this like in your head, right? Like, what is it? And then really use all of your senses to visualize as if this problem or whatever the situation has been resolved and has the most perfect outcome. But what I mean by that, not just think about it, okay, like this will go fine, but like really sit down with it and use the senses, feel, smell, 
right? Um, like what I think, what it looks like, like what it feels like. And like when you use all those um, senses, it's like similar to the manifestation techniques, right? Like visual, visualizations to where not only you have to think about it, but you have to like really live it and feel and express those um, emotions of gratitude, right? So that what helps me a lot. Like when I just sit down, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just visualize for, for five minutes. And chemically it's gone from the body. You know, it mm -hmm. might still stay in your body, in your head, but like chemically that anxiety attack is gone basically. And now wow. it's only the matter of like overpowering like your mind be like, hey, I'm fine, right? Like my body feels good. Like Yeah, because okay. you have to think about it. For those of you that don't know the way the brain works, when you're having an anxiety attack, it's um that part of your brain, I forget the name, so sorry, <laughs> that is saying you're either choosing to fight, flight, or hide. Like yeah. it's telling the rest of your body that something's wrong and you're in protection slash panic mode. So by doing those steps, you're calming your brain down. So I love how you said, you know, there's science be behind everything that we teach, everything that we're doing, there's literal science behind it. So by being able to calm your nervous system, you're then calming your heart rate, you're then calming your breathing. And then what's the result? You're calm, your anxiety, your panic attack just goes away. The, mm -hmm. the thought might still be there, but physically, you have calmed yourself to the point that you're not currently going through that attack. Yes, totally. Exactly. It's all science backed up. And that's why like, I love this field so much because mm -hmm. like spiritual growth is great, but then you only know when it works for you, right? Like you can't really like explain how to feel to somebody, right? It's like whether you have it or not. And I just, I personally think all of us have third eye ability, but just a lot of us are being blocked right now. Um, and not right now, but have been, right? Because of all the, the, the products that we've been consuming as humans for a long time. And only now we're becoming more aware like of what we're putting in our bodies, what we're consuming, what kind of information we're consuming. So spiritual stuff is like, it's amazing if you really, if it resonates with you and if you can really get to that level. But like, um, NLP is very neuro it's neuro-linguistic programming so it's all about the connection between your body and your nerves nervous system so I, I love that space because there's so much research on that and there's amazing amazing interventions that have been have been done you know with just a breakthrough session that just helps you and one of them part of them um, graduation from our program was is we had to perform a breakthrough on our partners like on on both mm. sides and it's an eight hour process wow. um, normally the clients um would, we would do it like eight weeks program because um, it's a lot like it's a lot to take on at one time mm -hmm. uh but some people who are just really intense are like okay i'm just going in like <laughs> I can do that because that worked for me like in one day it was a lot i had to like really refresh for the next three days I just had to really like process everything that just happened in my head you know so um so like these breakthrough sessions are just life-changing and the power and the thing is it's not me who is doing the work right like if I'm working with the client the client is the person who's actually doing the work I'm only facilitating the process 
and I'm asking you, guiding you with the right questions that have been put together really, really like a long time ago, whenever this was developed. Um, it's, it's actually, it hasn't been that much. I think it wasn't even, maybe not even a hundred years, I don't think. So it's, it's pretty recent, but um, yeah, it's, but the work is being done by the client. It's never by the person. So um, just the power of questioning ourselves, because a lot of times, like, that's how I started my personal development. I had a coach who's actually my husband now, which is really funny, <laughs> but he was my first, like my first personal like, life coach. And he asked me questions that I never asked myself before. And I was like, wow, like there was a whole another like thing inside of me where I can like go and like discover things about myself and really align like what's important to me, like what values do I have, like what do I want? And so it's so powerful to like do these things with, with ourselves, just to question our, ourselves more, you know, and take care of ourselves yeah. more. Um, Speaking of taking care of yourself, like I see that you're very active, you do, you do a lot of like walks. And one thing you guys are talking about is like the spiritual realm. And, you know, from my understanding is when there's chaos, and you know, we've got our physical realm, we've got our spiritual realm, we've got our emotional, our intellectual, you have to start somewhere. And when you're physically numbing your body, or you're neglecting it, and you're not prioritizing it, you're never going to fully be able to reach that heightened level of higher consciousness. What are some of your like daily rituals, your daily routines that are non-negotiables that you know if you miss them, you're not gonna be operating at like your peak performance? Yes, for sure. <laughs> and I'm very, I'm very like, um, how to say it in a good way? Like I'm very fiery, just like I, I react to things like, you know, I'm very like- Girl, we can tell. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we wanted you on. <laughs> right so like for me I really have to slow down sometimes to like get in in tune with myself and like spiritually I love to just have this me time because that's when the only time is my mind is still and when we allow this time to uh, be with ourselves I love that I, re I read this somewhere and it said it's it creates the space for spontaneous knowledge Right. How many times do we get spontaneous knowledge? Like especially when we fell asleep. Like the other day I was not, I was tanning by the pool and I was like falling asleep, like in the nap. And I'm and the most brilliant ideas came to my mind. I was like, Oh my gosh, like I have to write this down. So like I took out my phone and like I wrote this down. And I was like, These ideas never came to me. But they were so clear and they come to you like so clear, they just dripped into your mind. Um so I love that saying and it, it works for me every time like when I'm seeking for answers or like creative like I'm I don't feel like I have creative power right now that's a sign for me okay like I have to disconnect for 15 maybe 20 minutes uh, I'll go meditate or breathe Bre breath work is a game changer I just discovered it not a long time ago and that's something I have been doing on a daily basis like in the morning when I wake up before I touch my phone because every time I wake up like there's a bunch of work stuff you know that has to be handled and it's automatically hijacks my mind this is literally how I feel it just hijacks it and it's harder than to come back um sometimes I do that in the afternoon you know but for the most part every day what is non-negotiable is I wired myself to wake up with the thought of I'm grateful for all the gifts that I've received in the past and I'm grateful for all the gifts that I'm going to receive in the future. And that just gives me so much peace. Like it's so easy and simple, but if you really feel what you're saying, like you're, it's just the frequency just changes right away and just 
elevates right then. Um, and then breathing, um, there's a lot of Wait, different- Wait, let me ask you this because I do like a thank you, thank you, thank you. And even though I don't feel it, I'll still say it, but sometimes I still won't feel it, but I'll always say it. So I know I'm not the only one because I do a lot of work on myself and just some days, especially if you have anxiety or you're down or you're depressed or maybe some days for those of you watching, sometimes you have thoughts of you don't want to be here anymore. You know, like we, we want to be real with you guys. What do you do in those days where you wake up and you talk about gratitude? Because I know sometimes it makes people angry where you don't <laughs> feel it. Because, you yeah. know, like some days I totally know, girl. It. Absolutely. And I do not want to be one of these people like, oh, I don't have bad days. I have bad days, too. Like everybody does. And sometimes we get so lost into our own frame that it's like hard to like see the actual picture because we get lost in like one thought that we just start with and then we just go down where it spiral. Mm -hmm. So totally get that because i've had that and i've even become angry because like i'm like saying these things and like i'm even more mad why did i feel like... it <laughs> mm -hmm. so at least that's what works for me i have to go and do some physical work like physical workout like i go even if i'm at home like i'll just go and do 50 squats you know and i'll feel better just because it's chemically gives you more endorphins or produces more endorphins in your body. It's also science. Like it's not just fluff, right? Like people who know that, like it's, it's based on research and that's something that I do. And sometimes I struggle with it because like, Oh, I don't feel like going to the gym, but like, at least I'll go downstairs and do, a, um, what is it called? Like stretching, you know, like a very intense stretching. It helps me to release those like blockages of emotions or like whatever it is that I'm dealing with. But definitely you physical. Said you, do, you said you do like breath work. Is there a specific breath work that's like your favorite? Because Danielle and I have like breath work we love doing as well. But like, what's your favorite like breath work? Would you be able to share like with the audience yeah. or watching the replay? Um, mm -hmm. So um, one of the things like most simple to explain is, um, for example, like when, you know, you have something serious, like you have a call that is scheduled that is very important, or like you have a conversation that it might be uncomfortable, like you're not sure how it's going to go, like you're not sure how the other person is going to react, like, right? So what helps me with breath work, especially, um, I just do eight deep breaths, like, I hold it for three and you blow it out from your mouth and you do it eight times. Okay. So like this is already coming my nervous system, like I already feel it. So like I know it works for me every time. Um, there is definitely- So it's an are... inhale, so it's an inhale for eight, a pause for three, and then an exhale for eight. No, no. So it's eight times in total. That okay, so that eight rounds. Okay. Yeah. And it will be, you know, one, two, three, four. In. Three, you hold it. And then four, you breathe it out. So okay, it's so it's so an inhale for four. four. So count it. And, then, and the reason why you guys like counting is so important because it's also another form of hypnosis. Is that right? Yes, exactly. It takes your mind off of whatever it is um, thinking about. <laughs> so, awesome. Totally. Thank you for sharing that.
That was good. I yeah, felt calmer then, too. Um, there's there's a lot more of other breath work techniques, and I went um, maybe like a month ago. I went on a like a breath work session. It's called somatic release mm. with amazing Dr. Shannon. You know her. Um, yeah, Dr. Shannon. Uh, mm -hmm. Right. So I went to her. Me and Don went, and I didn't. I had no idea. Like <laughs> that's what breath can do. Like I legit had like out-of-body experience just by breathing without doing any plant medicine without doing anything like you know that usually takes you there because all of the blockages and the energy stuff we have a block like it's a physical matter in our bodies and the way to release it is one of the ways to do that is through a breath work and i can't show it to you here because it's very intense but like it's basically <laughs> This yeah, like a work. kundalini, like a kundalini breath. Yes. Yeah. And you're pretty much just overloading your body with oxygen. Oxygen. Correct. Yeah. I love and it. I've been wanting to do it with her as well. Oh my God. You absolutely should. Like it's, it's magical. And then um, I was freaked out. I'm not going to lie at some point because I remember I was lying down and like so much stuff was coming up, like and stuff that I've never even thought about, like in my childhood when I was like eight years old, like nine years old, like completely things that I've never even thought of. And like the other thing is physically my whole body was like locked, like locked. I couldn't move my fingers and stuff like that. And I was like looking at Dawn, I'm like, <laughs> like I couldn't, like it was hard even for me to communicate, but that that's what happens when you like release all those blocked energies because um, it's just a physical process the body has to go through you know but it's amazing what you feel after you know it's completely like bliss kind of like relief like you know and it's a game changer and that's something that I want to inc incorporate more of like this style because when we feed our body with oxygen like it's we have this mental clarity like always you know and that's just something that I've been doing um breathing consciously like actually breathing like thinking you know like obviously you can't always be conscious about it but a lot of times we're just breathing shallow like with our like little nose like and we don't I don't know how to explain it but like yeah, you said it perfectly like breathing intentionally like feeling the air you're taking in and for those of you guys who don't realize like there's many forms to cellular memory release and the liberation breath work that you're talking about is one form the NLP is another form so all these things lead to like an end result of cellular memory release exactly. so that's yeah. like the cellular point memory. of it yeah so that's why the because our body is a subconscious and these are just like because we want to give people as many tools as possible and also like share with people because people are going to look at you like oh my gosh wow she has it all together she's just so perfect and she just never <laughs> has a bad day and, you know, Daniela is, like, so perfect. She never has a bad day, you know, like, like, and be strong, powerful, beautiful women like yourself. And so we wanted to create this platform for other women who are maybe climbing into the becoming or building themselves and to share, like, some of your things that you feel have built you and keep you, you know, operating the way that you operate. So these are awesome tips. And that's why we're like, can you share with our audience or those that are watching the replay? Because people really, they really, really appreciate these tools. They really helps a lot of people. Yeah, totally. No, and I love that you're doing this, you know, in this kind of setting that you just bring 
different women, you know, from different industries, from different classes, you know, like you can just kind of see like um, different perspective and things and different tools. Like I loved, I watched um, the other one that you had, I don't remember her name with, I think she has a plastic surgery clinic. Oh, uh, Dr. Heather, Heather. or Heather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love I love listening to that one. So I think it's great what you're doing, and I'm excited, you know, to. Well, to thank you more. for being on. Yeah, we want to hear from you. Forget what we're talking about. This is all about you today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we. I'm sorry, I interrupted. So you have your you have your workouts. If you're you have your gratitude. If the gratitude doesn't work, you got to move things out of the body. You breathe. You're, you eat healthy, you know, you take care of your body, any keep, you know, what routines, morning routines, night routines keep you operating at high levels? Yeah, I would say honestly, with the food, I have, um, oh. I have, um, oops. That's out. all right. She'll, she'll be back. Keep going. She'll be back. Yeah, like, we'll get her on. With, with the diet stuff, I don't usually really have, um, what happened? Sorry, Daniela. Um, but like with with diets, for example, I I don't really have like a diet. I now I learned about intuitive eating, and sometimes I don't have dinner. Sometimes like I haven't had a breakfast till it's eleven thirty, like and I don't even feel hungry. So before I was like, okay, like you need to be on point and blah blah blah. Like can't, it's just not for me. Like it hasn't been working for me. Um, so, and I reached my perfect weight goal and like the only thing, obviously I always want to work on my booty, <laughs> but <laughs> other than that, that like I, I reached out just by intuitively eating, but understand everybody's bodies are different and their metabolic processes and all that stuff. So obviously I can't recommend it to everybody, but I've been just very intuitive with, uh, my diet. Um, as far as like my night routine, um, I like to stretch. Like that's the thing that I love to do in the morning and at night. Um, I am going to say that I do love journaling, but it's rare. And usually it happens when like I have an outburst of emotions or like something, you know, happened and I have to get it out. That would be one of the ways to do that. And in general, before bed, I think it's great to just 30 minutes before just take off because I know we're glued to our phones, like whether or not mm-hmm. we're working on our phones, we're glued to them. So 30 minutes prior, it's my favorite thing. I would just read the book, though. Not not listen in the book. I listen audiobooks all the time, like when I go on a walk, like when I drive or whatever. But, like, the importance of just reading it or from the book and not having your phone. Like, I'll just put my candle, you know, like, I'll, it will smell good. It yeah. just gives me so much peace. Can you tell people, like, the impact of, like, getting off of even the Kindle, off of the electronics and just getting to like paper. Isn't there such a big impact with just going to like getting off the electronics? There's totally something. I don't even know how to explain it, but it's like you're hooked onto these things. Like when you're on your phone, you're on your computer. Um, like you can, I for I, personally I can't just turn it off right like but so I have to literally switch my whatever I'm doing and like I'll put my phone and don't disturb somewhere far away and just take the book and I love this is like one of my favorite times uh because I know like when I'm gonna have my peace I'm gonna learn something new like I love to read about gratitude and like 
5D and all that stuff. That's like a Bible to me. Like literally, I just either came to mind as like this feeds my soul. Like whenever I'm having like also coming back to whenever you have like a bad day or you know you have some kind of um, bad news coming on you or something. That's how I save myself. Like I tune into something you know the secret book i love that book i have it like the right secret here. i was gonna time. ask what's your favorite book you're reading right now the, the power secret. oh i've read this book so many times and it's just, it's it's like one of those books that are like bible that i just open on any page and it's just something amazing for example every moment of your life is infinitively creative and the universe is endlessly bountiful just put forth um a clear enough request and everything your heart desires must come to you so like things like that you know just start reading it mm -hmm. just remembering that if you if you radiate on the low frequency you'll attract that and i've made i've done it so many times where i'm like oh my gosh like i'm blessed to like have this experience that it works you know mm -hmm. uh, but also other books uh, highly recommend reading unethered soul mm -hmm. this book was like uh oh, you. We can't, can't hear, you. hear you. For whatever reason, your volume is off. So we don't know what's going on here. I think she said Eckhart Tolle. Maybe the Power Now. He's written a few books. Have you read that book, Daniela? I haven't. The book I'm super stuck on right now, and I'm loving. It's um, the Dark Side of the Light Chaser. Hmm. I haven't read it that one. It is amazing because, you know, it, it pretty much just a, the book in a nutshell talks about how we have to accept, um, you know, the dark side of things too, you know, the dark side of ourselves to be able to make peace with them. Um, you know, the, hence the title, The Dark Side of the Light Chaser, because we all want yeah. that light. Hey, it's Tanya. I'm calling a quick timeout intermission huddle. So bring it in. I'm personally inviting you to our inner circle. It's our monthly VIP meetup with other achievers just like us. Each week, I'm teaching everything you're going to need in order to be successful to step into the most elite version of yourself. I'm going to break this down play by play, the tools, the systems, the strategies, everything you're going to need in order to operate at higher levels mentally, physically, emotionally, and energetically. Look, we're in a season where the idea of full potential just isn't cutting it anymore. It's time to really be it now. So click the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the inner circle. Peace. Yeah, I love that. She's got that book. little fire emoji going on. Untethered soul. Yeah, and 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 well, did I spell it right? Let me see. Um, but if you if you search in Google, probably give you the yeah the actual name. Well, I say I know. Um, there's a well. I mean, I go straight to source, so I don't know if you guys want to be reading the books I'm reading. Um, but mine is uh, the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali, so I always go back to like a yoga book. But I mm. think we can we can all agree that. Uh, when it comes to reading, especially late at night, because that's a time we really have to be mindful and careful because that's when our subconscious is the most vulnerable, is um, to read something not stimulating, but maybe stimulating for your spirit or for your spiritual growth. Um, but you don't want to be reading like a business book or like a power book because that's a time where you could stimulate your creativity and you might not be able to unwind and go to bed. 
So just pay attention, you know, Katya is talking a lot about, she's talking a lot about, you know, unwinding and calming and stuff like that. So just pay attention and how you feel, you know, pay attention to how you feel. So if a book is like getting you hyped up or giving you anxiety, your body's your subconscious. So you just really want to pay attention to that. Maybe put the book down and pick, pick up another book. Oh, yeah. And it happened to me before. We're like, okay, like, I'm not feeling this vibe right now. <laughs> like, you know, like, especially yeah. about business. I, li- I like to read about business and management and all that stuff. But it's a very good point. I actually, like, didn't really think of that. But when I read that before bed, like, it's not the same versus, yeah. like, I read something. Like, right now I'm reading, um, it's called Kundalini Awakening. The whole book mm-hmm. is just about surrendering into the yoga. And, like, I'm doing this in yoga right now, and I'm finding this just amazing because yoga itself is a great practice See Daniela, she's been telling me to, to go do yin yoga for like two months now you or, should do it honestly <laughs> and let me tell you why let me tell you why it's so good because like a lot of like you probably went to so many different yogas right and like it's very fast moving and like okay there's heat yoga which is great but like I felt like I'm just working out and I'm not really getting in tune like with my with myself. When I did in yoga, I just found a YouTube video. It was like a 50 minute, a uh, five zero minute um, thing, and really all it's about is being stretching in the poses for an extended period of time, for like two, three to four minutes in one pose that might be very uncomfortable to you, but I love putting myself in uncomfortable positions physically because I just feel how it releases, you know, tensity and what's not. So and emotions stored up, stored up emotions, because do you know the true meaning of what yoga means? Like, do you know what that really means and why yoga is so powerful that it helps even addicts break free of addiction? because you're surrendering to what it like to the pain right or like to uncomfortableness that's it's the byproduct but what yoga really means it's a union with your higher self Mm -hmm. so it's your higher consciousness your god self god energy spirit so you are you're surrendering to to align and connect your will with the divine will yeah totally and that's i feel like i discovered that only when i tried the in yoga because that's what really allowed me to connect like with my higher self and when you're like for five you know three minutes in one position like it really gives you that time to actually surrender into the uncomfortableness of whatever that pose but that goes mentally as well and that was a a great analogy that i use now like the way i surrendered to the pain like during my yoga practices the same way like well don't rest- scare people don't it's not, not pain like i don't want to say pain but like <laughs> it, it's a, i mean and you it's you emotionally as much as you want. Yeah, yeah right and like but i love this kind of stuff like i dive into the, the things like that it makes me like uncomfortable it just gives me some kind of a thrill but like with yoga though See, it's definitely mental help you help you a lot i'm sold i'm gonna have to at least like how you started off on youtube i'm guessing you said you did a video right yeah Yeah, i'm just going youtube do a video and then i'll set up my class um because like me personally i'll do like orange theory which is you know super um intense yeah yeah but i'm the type that like 
if I'm going through a, a, a hard time or I'm having a rough day, having those types of hard workouts, like I'll be at the gym and I'm like holding back tears because that's when you release everything, you know? So I'm like, I don't want to be the per crazy person crying at the gym, but that's really what working out does. It just clears your mind, clears your heart and soul. And yeah. so I guess I'm going to be crying in different poses now. <laughs> yeah. And girl, it's amazing. Release it. Feeling. You, ha you are going to feel so much like better, um, especially like after in yoga. I was in tears. And I was like, why am I even crying? Like, and I'm like, okay, stop. Like, try to identify with your mind because that's when you get into this spiral of like thoughts. Mm -hmm. Just allow just feel through it and like gratitude oh like i'm grateful you know i'm experiencing this right now and you know it changes the whole thing so yeah. definitely and i feel like in that setting like in a yoga studio that would be acceptable and i wouldn't like you don't be you won't be looked at like a little crazy like at a gym it's like expected it's expected mm -hmm. there it's a, such a safe space you i mean guarantee you walk into a yoga place you will never feel judged like i think that's the biggest thing because it's people really go there to heal and to grow and to you know for the most part uh oh mm -hmm. i think katya froze yes you're going now <laughs> i i need to like today i have um an orange theory this afternoon i got some good online links i'll share with you i think i just yes. added her again and it's it could be like 20 and we minutes can add them also to um our comment section of this live um the links to you know some lian yoga or i can also go on and add it onto the comments so we'll be sure to do that for anyone who is interested and to kind of see what we're talking about. Because I know uh, yoga has such a bad rep. I know personally, I was always like, oh, yoga, that's hippy-dippy stuff. Like, <laughs> what is that? But Dr. Shannon is here. Dr. Shannon Fairbairn. We're just talking about you. <laughs> oh, we were. Yeah, we're getting you on here next, too. She's coming on next. Not like next, yes. next but like, she's going to be on this show soon. We're excited. <laughs> yeah so would you say like you would credit a lot of like these little things because I feel that people don't realize like it really is the little things of how we take care of ourselves that gets us to become so strong that no matter what life throws at you or what happens in life that you're gonna be like you know what I'm gonna be okay and I'm gonna get through this and I'm going to like be stronger from it would you like would you say those little things that you do like is what's really built you into being the woman you are today and continuing to expand is that for me or for daniela for you this oh. is about you well i mean daniela can go after too but yeah <laughs> both both of you whoever wants can to you know. just recreate the the beginning of the question i think i think i might have lost you yeah so it was more of like, like all these little things that you're talking about that you do on a daily basis, like being outside with nature, your meditation, your self-care with your workouts, your yoga, your clean eating, like all these little things that you're doing. Would you say like, say you didn't do any of them, right? And we talked about in the beginning about anxiety and um, emotional instability. 
Say you take away all these little things that you do for yourself every day, which is an everyday practice. Would you (laughs) Yeah. I don't even want to imagine myself not being able to do these things because that's what literally keeps me sane and on my path and like helps me build the version of myself that I want to see. If I didn't do none of those things, I would be probably still plugged very, how to say, plugged, plugged very heavily into this matrix of our lives, uh, just going without questioning anything, you know, without connecting to myself um, and just like doing things just because this is how we were taught to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, so a hundred percent like this, the things that you've mentioned literally like, changed my life in, in many, many aspects. And I'm always on the lookout of what else can I add into my routine, you know, like, Breath work was really when I got introduced to it with when I went to Dr. Shannon's um, breath work release. That's when I first opened it for myself. I was like, wow, I've heard of it, but like I've never experienced it. But when I experienced it myself and when I was able to actually like reflect on it and um, see how this could see how this helped me to like release a lot of my like emotional stress that's been there for a really long time apparently from like eight nine years old that I didn't even I wasn't even aware of it but you know when whatever needs to be worked on comes through those techniques and this is the amazing gift of the universe that it always gives it to us like this here here this is what you have to work on (laughs) but we gotta do it yeah. yeah yeah so it's just a matter of you choosing to do the work because it is really hard and I'm not gonna lie sometimes like not right now anymore but like before I'd be like oh my gosh I wish I just never knew <laughs> these things because now you're accountable you have to yeah. actually now do the work otherwise you are just aware of it and you're like I don't care but obviously we are here to build the best versions of ourselves so I'm always going to be you know, learning about these things and I'm forever learner <laughs> and student of life. Yeah, that's amazing. And that's why you keep, that's why you're going to keep growing and you're going to keep building. And I think people need to understand, like, there's never an end point. Like people think like when you become spiritual or enlightened or you have a strong sense of self-awareness that all of a sudden things get easier. It's just that you're stronger to be able to handle more responsibility. That's all. Right. You're more powerful. And being aware of your own patterns, you know, your own triggers, you know. Um, I had a lot of stuff that I would just get angry, like, so fast until I realized, okay, whatever is triggering me, it means that that's something unresolved within me that I have to work through because mm-hmm. none of these people around me deserve to get this energy from me. So that's how I look at it. And that's... I love that. You know, and it's like an agent for growth for me. Like even in a relationship, right? Like right now, when you're in a married relationship, it's a commitment. Now you're choosing every day to like be with that person, grow with that person. And before, like in a relationship, I'd be like, oh, like this guy, like doesn't do it the way like I like. Like I'm just gonna move on, right? Like something like this. <laughs> I'm, talking I'm about done with you. <laughs> but Made I'm talking me mad. Right, and I'm be like, okay, like he's just not for me. But then I realize, like, once you find this person, it's it's really you're learning a lot more about yourself now when you're in a relationship, rather than about. Of course, you're learning about other person, but uh, and that's why it's important to have this alignment of values and goals with your partner, because then you know both of you have like you're on the same path, and when things don't go 
when things go unplanned or like not it doesn't fit your model of the universe right now it's just a, for me it's an opportunity to grow and really see okay like okay how i'm gonna deal with that one you know and just mm-hmm. coming from a good like good sense like good heart i don't know um and not look at it like oh my gosh another thing that now i have to deal with you know and do you feel like you don't take things as personal now i know personally me um when for example the relationship um example you gave right now that you know if they if your spouse does something that you're not in agreement with you know you're you're seeing it as okay well now there's a new thing that i gotta learn and a new step that work a new hurdle that we're gonna overcome together because now we have the tools you know do you see it in that sense now for sure and i'm blessed to have a partner who is very well uh, self-aware of himself and in general very educated about personal development and i'm i'm lucky to have him because um we talk about things all the time like if there's something that's not okay like with me or triggers like we just sit down and generally want to know why like what is it that you know triggered a certain reaction and like we would go deep and sometimes we would go really deep into conversation but that's how you connect when you're vulnerable and when you don't automatically react to things just because it's how you always been um but like come from a different approach and be like okay like we're a team here so like let's sit down and see like what's not working and why you know and then having that safe space to communicate and to be able to hear another person without having to like say anything but just be there and listen and and understand you know that's what's been a game changer and all like in in my relationship and i think it's right now the culture is a bit different and i don't know maybe because i was raised differently from a different country i don't know but for me i, I think it's absolutely a must to connect on emotional and like vulnerable level before going into like physical stuff but it might be different some people connect on physical stuff first and then they kind of figure it out along the way But like for me, I was like, if I had to give an advice uh, on that, I'll be talk about things, talk about your childhood, like you know, that's how you learn about each other, mm-hmm. and that's what really creates that bond, and that's kind of unbreakable, you know. So this is and a big even, one. Go ahead. And even sometimes, without them sharing their past traumas, just by having that open dialogue, you can pick up on certain things and on certain triggers. And then when they're ready to talk about it, you know, you kind of already have some type of clue and idea. For I sure. Like. Yeah. So it's like having that dialogue, being able to talk about triggers, um, because I know personally in my culture, that's not something we really talk about. Um, so being able to be aware of those and know that because you can be doing something and think of it unintentionally like you're not intentionally trying to hurt your spouse or trigger your spouse but you are because of something in their past so by speaking about it bringing it to light you're able to say oh, okay well let me take a step back so now moving forward i'm not going to do a b and c because um i don't want to trigger you i'm going to respect your boundaries because at the end of the day relationships are about respect Yeah. Totally. And growth and growth and speaking of relationship because this is a big big topic like we've been getting this asked actually every episode except for this one for whatever reason but friend circle and the when you're growing 
how you're pivoting with a new table of friends. So can we talk a little bit about that? Cause I know we've been talking for a lot and there's so many great things that you're like sharing with everybody. Thank you. But tell us a little bit about your transition. I don't know if you've had a transition or have your friends grown with you during your growth process. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I had to switch my circles for sure. Um, I just believe that people come to your life for a certain reason and like a mission, you know, and some of them might be lucky to stay all live there with you, which I do have friends from like 15 years old, 15 years plus from my childhood. Right. But then I feel like every person is sent to you on purpose and it's kind of like they serve their time with you. Right. Or you serve your time with them and you kind of get, um, whatever it is that you need to learn from that period of the relationship. And then you move on. Like I personally had to let go of a couple of relationships that really were close to me in this, just in this year that mm -hmm. felt at the moment like, Oh my gosh, like it's like part of me, but now it's just completely different. Now I look at it while wow, like I opened so much more space because those relationships weren't serving me anymore right when it was like a friendship but apparently there was so much going on behind my back that i didn't even know and i was like how could i you know so i would be hard on myself sometimes for this but it's just a matter of letting it go that's all like you know it's all love and and happiness like to me i do get attached to people but i also now am so much more self-aware and i recognize the red flags I recognize how I feel like I, I'm so much more in tune now when I'm, I'm very selective how I spend my time with right now, like who I am giving it to. Well, and well, thank you for spending your time with us today. We appreciate and value your time. This is my first Instagram live, so I was freaking nervous. And but You're I doing really amazing. For, for bringing me on, uh, I did connect with you. Like I know I met very shortly, but I've been following you since. So I am very impressed with what you were doing and I'm, I'm happy you brought me on um but but yeah like coming back to this the relationships um I try to put myself with people that have what I want whether it's you know financially or like um just their mindset and stuff like that like something that I can always learn from and I'd like to be in the room full of people that you know I'm like not on the same level yet, but that's, I know just in theory, this is what's gonna propel me forward uh, versus like hanging out with friends, like in the college. Like I came to America when I was 18 from Russia, from, you know, just finished high school, came here. So for me, America was like, wow, like this is so new, like this amazing. Like I spent four years in school, of course I built amazing relationships, but then I was like, okay, like now that I finished my MBA, two years ago, I completely switched my circle. And I'm so, so, so grateful and happy that I did. Some of them I'm still friends with. Some of them, it's not that I let go. I just don't spend as much time with them or talk to them as much, you know? Mm. And um, yeah, but it's definitely, everyone should be doing the inventory of like the people they invest their time and energy in. Um, 
when you said there was a red flag, like what, when you said you recognize a red flag, is there any way you can help people that maybe are unaware of recognizing a red flag because they're so blinded by loyalty? Oh yeah. I mean, I had to go through it until literally the universe my, to my nose be like, what do you not see here? Like, you know, or like other people would come to me and be like, do you not see like what's going on? Um, I would say some of, uh, at least like really important to me, one is energy drainers, just who like, and I'm so energetic, like I can't have a lot of energy, right? And like people see that and sometimes people don't have their life force energy and that just comes into like where you were, when you were born and all that stuff. So, and some people just leave, they feed off somebody else's energies and uh, I wouldn't even notice it because I'm just like so given and I'm always wanting to give people advice and all that. But then I just noticed that um, patterns and patterns and patterns after that, like they would ask me for advice and they would still go into toxic um, life, you know, and then I'm like, don't want to be part of it. Like it doesn't align with me. This person doesn't seem like, you know, she gets it or like wants to understand and she still comes back and she's taking all this time from me and nothing changes and then on top of that of course like i don't i don't take any kind of like betrayal i am now very particular because i have forgiven so many times and i'm just protecting my energy you know and i want to be surrounded by people who really like feel inspired you know by being with me who want to see me win you know i love to support other women who like who i share the vision like whatever they're doing with so um the red flags i mean there's a lot, there's a lot of um, gaslighting, you know, like giving all these compliments, but like, I just, I'm, all, I'm also very aware of energy. So like, I read the energy pretty good and I can tell. And when I can, obviously I can't change the circumstance what's happening right now. But if I know this person is coming to me, want to talk to me, I reinforce my energy field and that's how I protect my, my aura and the way you do mm. that. Um, it's very simple, but it takes a lot of practice to actually make it work, and it does work. Like, you go within, and you imagine yourself in your energy, like, aura, and you imagine, like, a bowl, a big, big, big bowl, um, and you're, like, inside of it. You see yourself. You see that bowl that protects you, and outwards of that bowl is mirrors. So, mm. like, it's... And, like all the energy that comes your way, like negative, whether it's thought or words or whatever that is, it doesn't get to you. It doesn't get through you. So that's um, kind of what I, what I'm doing when I know like I'm not comfortable in some kind of position, like where, or I'm at a big, big event or like I'm in a company of people that I don't know. And like, I don't, they're kind of sketchy, like things like that. I, that's what I would do uh, personally for myself and it works and nobody has to know what I'm doing, but it works for me. so what is your response for and this is going to be a little tough one um what is your response for people who just say oh no she just um you know she feels like she's too good now what is your response what is your thought process um you know because when you're thinking about it you do have you're visualizing the bubble but when it's coming from somebody like for example how you were saying like an old friend that you used to be really close with um it's a little bit harder to block those you know i feel like it's sometimes easier to block energy and block um words and 
whatever it might be that's being thrown at you from a stranger. But when it's somebody within uh, that knew you personally, whether it be family or friends, uh, how, how do you process those things? Yeah, you know, it's definitely much harder for sure. Mm -hmm. Because then it's like, to me, when I, if I do that, it's like, I'm being on, like, I'm not being honest. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to protect myself, but like, I'm not letting them know, the person know. So one of the things that I've read somewhere today and it resonated with me, when somebody have a problem with you and they don't bring it up, that's not your problem. And the same way, like it goes, it's like if I have a problem with someone and I don't bring it up, then it's my problem. They have nothing to do with it. They mm. don't know, right? Like even if they might think like, oh, maybe I'm doing something wrong, but like as long as I don't bring it up, they wouldn't know. So with this particular situation, with the relationship that I had, I had to have an honest and direct conversation. And it was really hard, but I had to just, draw my boundaries and say, hey, like this relationship doesn't serve me in anymore. You know, I've analyzed the history of our relationship for the past, you know, year or whatever. And I've just come to a conclusion that it would be better if we don't continue talking, you know? And mm. and I am I am a straightforward person and sometimes um I come across as blunt, but that's what um that's what filters people that I want in my life anyway right like i i know i have good intentions so um as long as i do good and i give good like i'm not worried you know and even if i'm direct that's just because now you're not wasting my time or your time either you know i'm being direct and we don't have to talk about this in fluffy ways in like 10 different times like it's just one conversation that i've set my intention and i come from a good heart like from a good place you know and that's something I'm definitely learning still to do is to not let emotions get into things because um, it just gets messy, you know, but as women, it's hard <laughs> because everything. Yeah. Is <laughs> yes, it is. Well, does anybody, I mean, gosh, I feel like we've been talking for like 10 minutes and it's already been like an hour and five minutes. Um, does anybody in the audience have any questions before we close out? Um, any questions for Katya, Daniela, or myself? Uh, go ahead and ask them now because we do, we do look at them. I think I saw one earlier way, way up there, but you're like right in the zone talking about something. You're talking about a lot of stuff. So we were, oh, they said you're, somebody said you're their hero, Katya. Oh my gosh, where are you seeing this? I'm scrolling up. Somebody's, okay, so Be Happy Global Community says, if only feeling good up the whole time, it can even be a sign of denial or dissociation. I would say healthy to feel the full spectrum of feelings in, I think she meant real time, love your daily practice. If only feeling good up the whole time. So I don't think we're talking about like denying feelings. We're talking about tools and maybe I'm reading this wrong. You ladies can chime in as well, but like we're talking about tools to process negative thoughts and emotions because it's one thing to sit with them, but it's another to create suffering by not having tools to handle pain in a healthy way. Yeah, and it's never about hiding. Actually, this is the worst thing that you can do is to dis disregard your emotions because they mm -hmm. it's it's energy emotion that is going to be stuck in your body until you release it, whether it's at the wall 
or in your husband <laughs> or in the journal, like whatever. And I'm so like, he has, a, he holds space for me all the time. And he's like, all right, do you feel better? And I'm like, yes. And then we move forward, you know, and that's, and that's perfectly fine. So whatever works, you know, for you, um, if you're not a talkative person, I'm, I'm talkative. I have to get everything out words, like, and even sometimes I'm the same I'll, way. <laughs> yeah. Like it's hard for me to just, you know, let it go. So whatever works for you, but never not like, um, how to say, like, no, don't disregard your emotion. That's what we're talking about is how to actually feel through them and navigate, you know, through difficult situations and emotions that come in. So she said, yes, that comment was when saying that none of us feel happy all the time. I was agreeing. Oh, with the conversation. Okay. Sorry. We're just scrolling up. Yes. Healthy to have tools. Yeah. Like we, uh, we all have the same emotions and some days you're going to be happy. You're going to wake up happy. Some days you're going to wake up angry. You don't even know why. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we just want to let everybody know it's, it's normal for sure. Yes. Thank you so much for adding that in there. We love when you guys are active. Um, Sabinia, I'm so sorry. I'm saying your name wrong. She said, Katya, you're honestly so good at this. I'm loving your responses. <laughs> yep. So Thank many you. people are, see, you're a pro. You're a professional, <laughs> girl. You're natural. No, I love this. I love, I love having these conversations, and especially if it helps somebody. I'm, I'm blessed to do that and share yeah. my, you know, and experience. Thank you and so much. Just like yeah. I realizing that not everything is perfect, and even if on Instagram, you know, it's all good and oh my gosh, like we're going through some hard times. And I've seen your, I think one of the first pieces of content that I saw from you, Tanya, was the video where you were in the car, like crying, like I felt for you, like during that yeah. time. And I was like, this is so powerful to share because I go through similar situations, you know, everybody does, but we don't share those things on, on social media. Yeah, I, it's, in the, it's in the heat of it. And I, I typically don't, but I feel that like I can't disclose what I work on with my clients because everything is 100% confidential. And I take that as if it were my life depended on it. And so I said, you know, this year I'm really gonna, if I want to share truth with people, I have to expose myself. And um, so there was a moment where I was literally in so much pain and I, something spirit was like, you need to record this. And so I did. So I did it to more of create awareness for people because I come from a background of addiction and, you know, a lot of people numb themselves because they don't have the proper tools to help them cope with pain. And so they numb themselves and what they do is they create suffering and so this show is really important to Danielle and myself because we want to bring more of awareness and, you know, to, to let people know, like, the importance of the little things like breath work and journaling and meditation and training and your nutrition. Those little things that seem so simple, which are not easy, are so impactful for your mental, your emotional, and your spiritual wellness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. No, totally. And honestly, I've even used some techniques that you had there not gonna lie like I had I had a you know an emotional moment and I was like I have to get out of this you know somehow and like using the the things when you tap in your the EFT yeah and Danielle is an expert at yeah. this point yep it's just taking the courage to um actually do it you know and 
just going through it, you know, taking the time to, to honestly just tell yourself that this is what you need. And because sometimes I feel like a lot of people don't do it because they feel silly. Yeah. But it's like, do you rather feel silly or do you, you're okay with feeling the pain that you're currently feeling? I'm sure that if it's hurt and betrayal that I'm feeling, I'd rather feel silly than all of that, you know? But once you actually go through the steps and go through the motions and feel that release, relief, just, it's not going to feel silly no more. And it's going to be something that you're going to be implementing without you even consciously doing it. You're just going to, your mind's going to say, oh, I need it. And you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a workout. It's an emotional, it's emotional workout. And it's just weird and different and new because it's new and we're not taught these things at a young age. So thank you so much, Katya, for sharing your time, your energy, your presence, your knowledge with us today on minding my business. We say mine because it's about minding my business, staying in your lane focusing on you, learning about you so that you're really going to elevate your business, your life, and overall your mental strength. So if you guys want more, we are here every Tuesday. Send some love to our guest, Katya. Go follow her. Go you know, send her messages if you have more information. You can always message myself or Daniela. And remember to click the link too. We have events that possibly in the future. So we have a newsletter. We're not really doing anything with it yet but we are creating community. So you're more than welcome to sign up for that as well. So thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. It's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you hanging out with us today. If you found value in this episode, subscribe and share with your business besties. Head over to tanyacoliver.com and claim your free thank you gift. Remember, you deserve to look, feel, and live life as your most elite self.